this is Robbie Rist. Uh, I was on television a lot at a certain point and still sometimes. And you're listening to TV tangents. Is it television tangents, TV tangents? See, the funny thing about tangents is, is that you start talking about a thing and then you're off talking about another thing and you're anyway, enjoy. Natalie. Hi, Rebecca. Welcome back to the second half of the, the Brady, Brady Bunch. Bunch. This week, we're going to talk about the cast of the Brady Bunch. Yes. Last week, we talked about the episodes of the Brady Bunch. Yeah. And this week, we're talking about the people who made the show. So many good episodes that we did last week. And mm. now we get to talk about all of the peeps. All the peeps. So, I don't know if you know this, mm. but there were two casts. Originally, <gasps> did not for the Brady Bunch. Oh my gosh. Um, the first cast, of course, was blonde-haired mom with blonde-haired girls, dark-haired mm. dad with dark-haired boys. Mm-hmm. The second cast, dark-haired uh, mom with dark-haired girls, blonde dad, oh. blonde boys. So this was dependent wow. on which adults they got to play the parts. They decided on the cast they had gone with yeah when robert reed took the part of mike brady wow i had no idea is that not crazy i couldn't even imagine blonde men with brunette women in the brady bunch of course you couldn't because that's not what has been ingrained in Mm -mm. us since birth true story which literally this show has been ingrained in us since since birth. birth exactly so let's talk about robert reed who played mike brady um, his first major television role was in The Defenders, which ran from 1961 to 1965. Mm. So, like I said, they decided on this cast when he said he would play the part. Wow. He was supposed to be in a series, Barefoot in the Park, mm. based on the Neil Simon play. Mm. But Paramount decided to go with an African-American cast instead. Mm. And since he was still under contract with Paramount, they put him in the Brady Bunch. <laughs> They're like, okay, then this. Yeah, so here you go. And he didn't really want it. Yeah. Because he was a serious actor. Mm-hmm. He was a Shakespearean actor, and he never liked the role, like I said. Mm. Um, he passed away on May 12th of 1992 at 59 of colon cancer. Um, they were so young when they started that. I was looking that up and saw yeah. how old him and Florence Henderson both were about 35, 36 when the Brady Bunch started. And I love the progression of his hair. I thought the same thing. I was it, like, that man, is like the most telling thing it's my about favorite it. favorite thing. I mean, her hair changes, but she's a yeah. woman and that's expected. But right. his is too. And I'm like, this is great. Like he starts off clean cut. Yeah. Like short hair. At the end of the series, he's kind of got a little bit of an afro going. Yeah, it's nice. I do love uh, Robert Reed in that position, and he's he's a great Mike, and he's he's like the loving dad, but sometimes he's like super harsh. Where like the way he like yells at the, what is that? You know, like he like really mm-hmm. like yells some things. And early, you know, the very the pilot episode which we talked about last time was um, when they're getting married. Tiger the dog, the boy's dog, and the cat, the girl's cat, get into like a fight and start running over. They mm-hmm. like do the whole wedding spiel, which by the way, the cat disappeared after that. Yeah. Oh, I guess she probably lived with the grandparents. That's probably why. Maybe. Who knows? But um, the boys, they're like, you know, he's yelling at the boys and she's yelling at the girls. And later on their honeymoon, they're both like thinking of oh it. Oh, goodness. I shouldn't have yelled at them. And then the kids are all at home crying about it. Like, 
I think mom likes the boys better than yeah. us. And they're like, I can't believe they let the girls get away with that. Yeah. And both parents are feeling guilty. So I thought that the was, way it's going to be. Now. Yeah. So then they go get all the family and come to the hotel and have the honeymoon. But, and the yeah. hotel manager guy who was in The Ghost of Mr. Chicken, mm-hmm. um, he is like, what are you doing bringing all of these children into this hotel? Where the hell are they all going to sleep? I don't understand. Exactly. They did have a, a really big room, but that didn't yeah. still make any sense. And also, he's like, I thought this was your honeymoon. Because they're like, yeah. these are our kids. <laughs> That's right. Because he thought something fishy was going on. And they're like, oh, these are our children. And of course, he's like, we don't like too. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's all, we don't like that here. That was so funny. Mm-hmm. But loved Robert Reed. He was so... You know, Mike Brady is oh, yeah. everybody's dad. He's the I mean, dad. He is so the dad. Mm-hmm. He he was very good at that role. Mm-hmm. Whether he liked it, I'm sure there was a part of him that loved his role because right. he loved those people. He that loved he the people. With. Yeah, and he did. He participated later in the different. Yeah, uh, he did. You know, reunion and stuff because he mm-hmm. wasn't in the very last episode. Right? Am I saying that correctly? And I believe there's an excerpt in. Barry Williams' book about that episode and him not because at the end Greg graduates and she's all oh your dad was out of town on business and then I thought oh I don't think he was in that whole Mm. episode well you're the one who watched the whole series right? and I'm the one who watched (laughs) Dallas so so that you could start watching Dallas everything I know don't even get me started on that but we will. So I did not um, see the last episode, but I will take your word for it. And I remember reading somewhere that that he had an issue with either the way it was written, mm. which there wasn't really anything weird about that last episode. But I think at that point, Robert Reed had had some issues with producers and sure. such and didn't want to be part of it. And then, yeah. bam, it was canceled. So, yeah. And I think that there, they said that there's something about that in the mm. book that Growing Up, Greg Brady or whatever it's called. You read that book. I need to. Um, Next is Florence Henderson. She played Carol Martin Brady. And she was born on Valentine's Day. I saw that. In 1934 in Dale, Indiana. And she was the youngest of 10 kids. Wow. Holy buckets. She started her career in musicals on stage. Of course, we all know that. Mm -hmm. In the 50s, she was performing on Broadway. And in 1962, she was the first woman... To guest host The Tonight Show before Johnny Carson became the host. Oh. They had an interim there where they needed to have guest hosts like they do. Wow. And yeah, she was the first woman to guest host. Awesome. She loved game shows, which is why she appeared on Hollywood Squares Mm. and the $25,000 Pyramid and (laughs) Password and What's My Line and Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, Florence. And from 1974 to 1996, she did those Wesson cooking oil commercials. That's right. Ah, oh, commercials. Oh. Uh, she passed away in November of 2016 at 82. Again, which does not seem like that long. Ago. No, it doesn't. Everybody's mom, once again. She And she looked good her whole her life. Whole Remember life. in the Brady Bunch movie? She mm-hmm. looked amazing. She yeah. played the grandma. She did. And she was on, I believe it was an episode, we might have talked about this a long time ago, an episode of of Roseanne. There were several oh, yeah, TV yeah. moms on mm-hmm. at one point. And she was always, and you know, everybody referred to that, like, be like, be Florence Henderson. You know, like, everyone, she was that mom. She was Mrs. Brady, but she was also, she was Florence Henderson that you thought of also as just your mom. I, I want to just, I mean, I don't want to be a naysayer 
or negative because you know I don't like being negative about these things. <laughs> but I think I could be a pretty darn good mom if I had a housekeeper oh, who lives in my house. And I didn't have to work. And who, yeah, I didn't have to work. <laughs> my housekeeper did everything. And I could tell her literally to do anything mm-hmm. because Carol is all, get me some coffee, Alice. Right. Let's go on vacation. You still have to take care of our kids. <laughs> <laughs> so true. I mean, so Alice true. had no life outside. And Alice couldn't drive. She couldn't no, drive. No, there was an episode where she was like, she goes and gets and jumps in the car because of something. And then Carol's like, uh, Alice, remember, you don't know how to drive. Ooh, wow. And okay. she has to take her. But they always went to the market together and only brought in like that two That was Carol's only two tour. bags. Right. I was like, huh. Well, I, but that episode where um, that we talked about last week where they do the soap commercial. Yeah. They're all at the store. And by the way, it's a 24-hour market. Mm-hmm. And all the kids are carrying bags and like Carol's pushing a half-empty cart, but they're all carrying bags. So, okay. That's right. Because the creeper in the parking <laughs> lot stops them. Yeah. And so, yeah, Mike's the only one not there. And that was my other thing is how everybody fit into that station wagon. Mm-hmm. Well, because the, the littlest kids got into the way back. Mm-hmm. Which and the is very, the best part of the station wagon. The very first time that they all tried to get in there. They were, like, shoving in from both ends. And I'm pretty sure Cindy got shoved out the back because because <laughs> they were trying to make room. And, yeah. But, but they where all... do they put the groceries then? Well, that's if what I thought. kids are in the way back. And when they went to, like, the Grand Canyon, like, they were all in that. That's be uncomfortable to ride that long. <laughs> yeah. And also, I mean, their stuff was on the roof and whatever. But I'm like, oh, my gosh. We had, we rented a station wagon to go to Missouri that had, like, deep down Missouri that had, um a seat that faced the back mm-hmm. that flipped up. That's what that was in their little... Oh, and they're, amazing. And they're, yeah. We thought it was the greatest thing ever and no seatbelts. Right, exactly. No <laughs> we just watched the cars coming at us yep, from behind. and rolled around in the back. <laughs> I loved rolling around in the yeah, back. No, it was great. Oh, but we're not talking about TV Sorry, cars. Good times. We should, though. So, Anne Bradford Davis was 43 when she started playing Alice Nelson on The Brady Bunch. And that's one year younger than me. <laughs> um, did you know she had an identical twin named Harriet? I think that I read that somewhere, but it's, I also thought that was interesting because there's an episode where Alice's cousin Emma comes and she's like a right, drill sergeant. Right. But it was clearly Anne Davis because of the way you could tell when they are not looking at the person so correctly. Why, yeah, why didn't they just get her sister? Right. Maybe she was such a bad actor. Maybe. I mean, you know. Okay. True. So that's one of those facts that I feel like I knew, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know. Me too. Like it's in the back. You put it away in my library. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember hearing that. So yeah. Hmm. Her first TV break was playing Schultze on the Bob Cummings show from 1955 to 1959. Incidentally, Schultze was her handle when she played the truck driver in the Brady Bunch movie in the 90s. Like, you knew when she said, this is Schultze, you knew that was a reference to something, but you didn't know what the reference Mm -mm. was. Because every time I saw that scene, I would go, Schultze. Why Schultze? God, I have to watch the movies That's what it is, the Bob Cummings show. Um, So, she won a primetime Emmy for her role on the Bob Cummings show. Hmm. She was never married. Um, and was always in excellent health. I just read an article the other day. I read an article the other day 
about a woman who's 107. Right. And she said, the key to longevity is never getting married. And all I thought was, I'm on my way. I read that too. I read that too yesterday. I was like, oh, Ambie Davis. <laughs> I'm telling it's you. It's me. I'm Ambie Davis. <laughs> she passed away in 2014 at 88 after she fell at home. But she right. was always in very good health. When so. I read that um, about, I couldn't remember when she had passed. And I was looking things up about the show before we were going to talk about it. And I saw that, that she fell and hit her head, and then they said she never woke back mm-hmm. up. And I'm like, so at 88, though, she was still like, yeah, she's still I mean, that up. happened. She had like mm-hmm. an accident, basically. And I thought, wow, she could, I mean, technically, still be with us. I felt like she was, yeah, in and really in good health. And in the 70s, I think it was in the 70s, she had moved to Colorado to join like this religious order type of mm. place. And so she was still living with those people. They had moved the the whole business to Mm -hmm. california i think it was and that's where she was when she passed away so she didn't she wasn't married she didn't have children but she wasn't living alone interesting uh barry williams played greg brady and he was born in 54 in santa monica and his real name is barry william blackenhorn nope blankhorn barry william blankhorn huh um, his TV debut was a 1967 episode of the series Dragnet 1967. Oh. Which was a revival of Dragnet of the 50s. Wow. And after the Brady Bunch, he did musical theater and then Broadway for a while. Because as you remember from their special, he sang a lot in mm-hmm. their special. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I didn't realize, today. No, we'll get into this here in a little bit. I, I forgot there was a variety hour oh, also goodness. after. Um, and I've seen a lot of that on actually someone else's Instagram. <laughs> I and, know uh, which Instagram yeah, you're talking about. You, That's you, what I was watching yeah, it on you, today. You told me to, you told me to like that Instagram. every day and it's about amazing. the Brady's. And I was like, wow, okay. What is that Instagram called? Okay. And now Jeffrey Mixed, maybe? Yeah, let, I'll okay. put it in the show notes. We'll give him, give him a plug. Yes. Um, but Barry Williams, like, first of all, I always, he, he seems really young when the show begins. He's 15 yeah. when the show began. He would have been four days wow. before his 15th wow. birthday. Yeah. So he, I was like, when he was early on, also, he was angry little boy. <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. was very much like, what are you doing, Bobby? Like, all angry. Yeah. But, uh, and he mellows out, though, into, like, this suave teenager that he is that everybody was in love mm. with. Um, I never got that. I was never into Greg Brady. I guess, like, when I was growing up watching it, I never, I mean, I I don't know if I really was. I just thought, like, oh. Can I tell you a secret that's probably the wine? When I watched The Brady Bunch, I thought that Greg was a really weird name. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it every day. That's amazing. I'm not even lying. That's amazing. Do you think... And the reason why, listeners, in case you haven't heard us say anything ever before, why this is hysterical, is because... I'm sorry, uh, Rebecca, who's who's sitting in the other room who you're married to? My husband, Greg. (laughs) Maybe it was my subconscious that was like... This is the, you're gonna marry a Greg. Yeah, maybe I'm maybe. psychic. You might oh, be. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay, so that Crazy. happened. So you didn't want to marry Johnny Bravo, though. You wanted <laughs> to marry. I can, I kind of got both. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Huh. Let's move on. Yes. Uh, Maureen McCormick played Marsha Brady. She was born in '56 in Encino, and she started out in beauty pageants 
early in life when she was like five years old. She's gorgeous. Maureen McCormick is gorgeous. Yeah, she is. She was the ideal kid that you want to be. Although in my case, no, because I was Jan. (laughs) But still. Um, She did a few TV appearances in the 60s, including Bewitched. Mm. She was on The Farmer's Daughter. Oh, hey. Which we know exists because of the monkeys. (laughs) Because they used their set for their auditions. Yes. She was the voice of the 1970 version of the Chatty Cathy doll. Oh. And in her autobiography, Here's the Story, Surviving Marsha Brady and Finding My True Voice... She tells all kinds of sordid details about cocaine, bulimia, and abortions. Oh but my we're not going to get into that because this is a family show. Show enough. So that's but I got to say, say no, I got to buy all these books because I'm all intrigued. I know. It's like, <laughs> like, I think that they had a good... They had a good cast and a good mm-hmm. team mm-hmm. and they did very well bringing up all these kids on the set of this show without yeah. anything super crazy like different strokesy going on. Right. But there was still a lot. There were some issues on. and I'm glad uh, it seems like now could we mentioned in the last episode about the uh Brady House renovations uh-huh. uh that they're all like together in this mm-hmm. show and then the, and they all love each other as if they're brothers yeah, they're and sisters cool. who don't necessarily see each other all the time. Sure. They they really act like that's who they are. So, yeah. which is super cool. That's cool. Um, Christopher Knight played Peter Brady, the Brady least likely to grow up to be hot. <laughs> but he did. But the hottest. <laughs> I know, but um, somehow. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. by far. Um, he was born November 7th, 1957, and he's currently 61 years old. Uh, he grew up in a family that was always struggling financially due to the fact that his dad was a barely working actor mm. and his mom didn't work outside the home. Oh, wow. He's been married four times. His third marriage was to model Adrian Curry, who he met on VH1's Surreal Life, which I watched in full. I did, too, and I've never watched any shows like that so much. Yeah, I don't watch those kind of shows. And I did watch that mm-hmm. while he was on, probably because I knew Peter, Peter Brady was going to be on. I and, think uh, I watched the the season before and then I watched that one mm-hmm. and the first episode I was like hello Peter Brady hello how you doing and then yeah. Adrian Curry was like hello Peter Brady mm-hmm. and then they got married exactly <clears throat> and then they had another show called My Fair Brady where they got married that's right <clears throat> I do and then they got divorced seeing all that yes sad times yeah Peter I, was... I literally just watched the entire series and I'm all looking at him <laughs> he reminds me a lot of times on the show of like my nephew Cody <laughs> At times, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, look at this. And even as a teen, I'm like, oh, as the oldest he got on that show. Yeah. And you're right. And now, adult people. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Not wait, the same person. How'd that happen? Uh, well, I was le- recently listening to an interview with him on a podcast um, where he was talking about his family and everything. And he mentioned that he had ADD and that he kind of ran around the set with um, Mike. Is it Mike Lookland? Mike Lookland, yeah. Um, doing you know getting into trouble and shenanigans <laughs> and playing tricks on people and everything nice. and um that he he treated marcia like the older sister that she was to him and mm. he would play tricks on her and she would get really upset about it so the <laughs> dynamic that was going on on the show was actually like a real thing oh wow hmm. and that barry he said that barry williams wasn't really into any of the kids stuff because because he was so he much was older so much older than they were <laughs> 
Eve Plum played Jan Brady. She, like Maureen, was also doing the rounds guesting on TV shows in the 60s. And during the first season of The Brady Bunch, when she was 11, Mm -hmm. she bought her first house in Malibu. Oh, my goodness. Right? She sold it in 2016 for $3.9 million. What? Oh, my God. (laughs) This house I bought when I was 11. When I was 11, I got this house. It's great. Uh, You know, my daughter's almost 11. No kidding. I'm going to go up there and be like, hey. Hey. Eve Plum bought a house at 11. Time to buy a house, little one. (laughs) Pull your weight. Her first TV role after the end of The Brady Bunch was as a teenage prostitute in the 1976 NBC TV movie Dawn, a portrait of a teenage runaway. Oh, my goodness, Eve. And she was also in the sequel, Alexander, The Other Side of Dawn. (laughs) Uh, There's a pic of her in that role, and she looks really badass. Hmm. She didn't look like Jan Brady. Hmm. She looks pretty badass. And right after, when we were speaking of the variety hour that they had, there was some other girl who was like the stand-in yes. Jan for a while. So apparently Eve was not on that yeah, for a while. Yeah, she was replaced. We will get into the spinoffs. Um, because there there was, I think there was only one show where mm-hmm. the entire cast was together. Oh, okay. Um, most recently, she's an artist and she shows her paintings at galleries all over the U.S. And she's been married to Ken Pace since 1995. And they have three kids. Hmm. So, no uh, scandal in Eve Plum's life, as you would expect from having seen the Brady Bunch movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And the voices in her head (laughs) from being the middle child. Oh, good movie. Yeah, I uh, definitely related to Jan, even though I wasn't, I am told I wasn't technically the middle child. But I still somehow got treated like the middle child, so it's fine. <laughs> um, Mike Lookinland played Bobby Brady. Yes. I always thought Lookinland was an interesting last name. That is an interesting last name. Lookinland. Lookinland. He was born in Mount Pleasant, Utah, and he grew up Mormon. Hmm. He started working in commercials at age seven. And probably most people who are huge fans of TV know that he is a natural blonde. Yes. I read that they had to dye his hair, mm-hmm. and you could tell as as the seasons went on, it got a little lighter towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he uh, is a natural blonde, and I I have to say though, and we'll get into Susan Olsen as well. But those two were so ridiculously cute. I know. In the first season, <laughs> I mean, just I mean, as an adult now, I probably sure I didn't think that when I was oh, young. Oh, sure, you were just. But they, they were, were the little they, brother they and were, sister who were annoying yeah, when we were yeah. younger. And now we're looking back, and they were eight years old mm-hmm. when it started, and I'm just like, that, they are, yeah. Adorable. Um, so adorable. Um, his older son, Scott, played him in the 2000 TV biopic, Growing Up Brady. Oh, yeah. I watched the biopic. I had no idea that that was his son. I heard that, and I have to watch that, too. Mm-hmm. Cute. Um, well, like you said, Susan Olsen played Cindy, <clears throat> and she was eight when she started the show. Um, her brother, Christopher, was also an actor. Um, and in 2009, she published a book called Love to Love You, Brady's, The Bizarre Story of the Brady Bunch Variety Hour. <laughs> Man, it's, I gotta get yeah, all these books. it's a coffee table book. You oh can just put it on your gosh. coffee table, Natalie. So excited. Um, it includes photos, artwork, and interviews. She's currently an animal welfare advocate and is involved with a nonprofit organization called Precious Paws, which rescues animals. And she also fosters orphaned kittens. Aw, how fun. 
I wish I could do that. Me too. I'm allergic to cats. And plus, I cats can't are kinda, keep meh. things alive. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. You've seen my plants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't be responsible. I'd be like, meh. No. What about what kittens? Oh. Okay, so Cousin Oliver, like we said, was played by Robbie Rust. And I had it in my head that Cousin Oliver was on way longer. Right? I had it in like my head that he was on for cast. like three seasons or something. Yeah. Like, I never thought that it was like five episodes or mm-hmm. whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, he was just brought in because they thought that the younger two were getting too old. Mm-hmm. Which, and he was super cute. Super cute little Cousin Oliver. Okay, but he was always causing trouble. He was. Like he said, everywhere he went, trouble followed. Yeah. But that was early on, and then he was like a jinx. He thought he was a jinx. And then there was the episode where they were all like in the old-timey like movie kind of set thing. And they mm. were like throwing pies at each other towards the end. And then they all started throwing them at him. And it was almost like... As a little kid, though, then because then Alice comes over like, oh, it's okay. And it was like really funny. But he was part of the family then at that point. Okay, so you watched the whole series and I haven't watched the whole series yeah. since I like the 80s. But can you please tell me where did he come from? Is he a foster child? Did, did his parents get hooked up in drugs? So or what is the aunt needed him to come stay with them. And now I can't remember why. Okay. And they said it a couple times, and then I was thinking, oh, I should remember that so we can talk about it. And, <laughs> and here uh, I am asking and you. And here you are asking. And, and we're not even going to Google it. So. Right. But that was, he came on, yeah. And he came in, and my, the weirdest known fact is that he has, like, the last line of the entire series. Oh. Because at the end of the episode, which, again, is stupid because early on, the uh, attic room is mm-hmm. in question mm-hmm. about who's going to mm-hmm. get it, Greg or Marsha. So then Greg graduates, and he's going to go to college. And he says to Marsha and Peter, well, now you two can fight over who gets my room. Oh, you're right. Let's have three girls in one room and then just Bobby and Oliver in one room. Like, th- at this point. Because now it's three right. and three again. And Where does like, Oliver even sleep? So so they turned them back into bunk beds. He came okay. and slept okay. with the boys, okay. with Peter and Bobby. Yeah. So at the end, he goes, well, I think we should turn it into a guest room. And I think Marsha says, well, who would be the guest? And he's like, well, me, Cousin Oliver. And then they all look at him and he goes, it's just a suggestion. And those are the last lines of the whole series. Okay. So he has the he has the final words. Shut up, Cousin Oliver. <laughs> cousin Oliver. <laughs> Which became a thing, of course. If you're Cousin Oliver in any sitcom ever, oh, you're the added person that they like just brought they on. They had to throw in to, there. like throw in like and create. Alex and Family Ties. Or not Alex and Family Ties. What was the kid's uh, name? Andy. The new baby, yeah. Andy, Andy and Family Ties. Or um, Full House had the the girlfriend's son. Yes, what was yes, his yes, name? yes. Oh, what was his name? Oh, that was that show. Now I forgot. <gasps> but that became a big horrible it thing. Starts with an R. Starts with an R. It's on my tongue. It's not Robbie. Nope. It's gone. I lost it. <gasps> I'm not going to Google it. All right, don't Google it. So currently, if you want to um, check out Robbie Rist, he. Mostly does voice work, including the dragon and Doc McStuffins. Oh. Which I do not watch because Doc my children are older than that. So, we're talking about spinoffs. Mm-hmm. Spinoffs of the show include The Brady Kids, which was an animated series from 72 to 74. Okay. Never seen it. No, me neither. They did allude to it in the Brady, but the second Brady Bunch movie. <laughs> when their fake dad takes the mushrooms. Oh, nice. Um, then there's the Brady Bunch Variety Hour, mm-hmm. which was a two-hour special in November 1976, in which Eve 
Plum was replaced by Jerry Rachel. Like you had said earlier. Mm-hmm. Eve Plum couldn't make it for some reason. Yes. So they replaced her, and that was fine. And they all just danced their little hearts out and sang a lot. So everybody was a good singer, apparently. Or maybe they just lip-synced if they weren't. You know, not all of them were. Yeah. I mean... I was thinking there's no possible way they all were. But no. they sang the theme song after starting in season two, I believe, too. Yeah, they did. Um, <laughs> I did have a tape of the Brady's Greatest Hits at one point oh, in college. And what? I sure did listen to it on oh my regular goodness. <laughs> Because that's the kind of person I am. No fair. Um, so I can sing all those songs if you'd like me to. I do. Then there's the Brady Girls Get Married, which I super remember oh watching the first time around. I do, too, now that you just said that. But, oh, <sighs> I gotta look yeah. that up, too. It was a TV movie. Um, it was shown. It was two hours. And then they decided to just break it up into half-hour segments for four weeks. And the fourth installment was the debut of the sitcom The Brady Brides. You're gonna totally remember this when I mention it, because it—it's another one of those things that you didn't know was in your brain. Um, it was the only time after the original series that the entire cast would work together. Um, in the TV show, Marsha and Jan and their husbands buy a house together, and then shenanigans. <laughs> Jan's husband, this is the exact opposite of what you would think. Jan's husband is uptight. Oh, weird. And Marsha's husband is a hippie (laughs) who likes to walk around the house naked. And that shocked me. To your very core? I don't even know how old I was (laughs) because I did not put in my notes what year this was. But yeah, I was shocked. Wow. I vaguely remember that they they were fighting over everything, so they put a white tape line down the middle of the house. Mm, okay. Um, to split it. My sister and I tried doing that mm-hmm. with our bed because we shared a king size bed. The we Brady were boys people. did that in their room at yes. one point. Yeah. Yes. I think everyone's done it I every think so too. We probably, Michelle and I probably did as we were yeah. young too. But we didn't have tape, so we tried pillows. <laughs> um, so yeah, they put tape down the middle of the house and then like somebody didn't have the kitchen and somebody didn't have the bathroom. I don't even remember. Mm. I vaguely remember this. I didn't look it up. I just, that's what's in my mind. Now I want to look it up and see. I did watch it when it was new. Also, um, they in the show, they were on the newlywed game, and Bob Eubanks guest starred. See, it's starting to come back in my brain. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. I, it's there. You know, it's there. Then there was a very ba- Brady Christmas. One of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> that was December of 88. Uh, Susan Olsen you, was played by Jennifer Runyon, or she was replaced by Jen- Jennifer so Runyon. So we've talked about this at some point before, because okay. when I remembered listening to it, I was working out and I almost died and fell off the elliptical because yes. I talked about them singing him out. <laughs> <laughs> they sing That's him right. out. He was stuck in the snow, right? He was stuck in the building that collapsed. Okay. When he went in to get the other workers. Okay. And Mike's all in there and all the stuff's <laughs> around. And then they're remembering back when Carol lost her voice in season one. Oh. And Cindy saw Santa and she said Daddy, I didn't ask Santa for whatever. I asked him to get Mommy her voice back for Christmas. 
And he's like, oh, Cindy, Santa can't do that. He's not God. He's better than God. He's <gasps> Santa Claus. Oh, my goodness. So they remember that in A Very Brady Christmas. Of course. And then they all start singing, <laughs> oh, come all ye faithful. Oh and the whole crowd sings. And then Mike magically gains the strength to push the bars off of him. And he comes out. That's so funny. <laughs> I just said he comes out. And then... Um, <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember it. I just remember that I was a clothing critic when I was growing mm. up inside my own head and they had like those long dresses on. Didn't they have long dr- uh, like Maureen long red dresses the, on and I was n- like, what oh, are you no, wearing? In the very Brady Christmas one? No, oh, maybe Maureen I'm had her of the giant uh, shoulder pads. I remember that. Okay. And her husband, he was kind, they were talking about him being like kind of, or he lost his job and they all, sh- my favorite part is they all show up at the house. Mm-hmm. And they're all places to stay for everybody, except that Jan and her husband, who are fighting and getting ready to separate, Uh. have to sleep in a room, and he sleeps in an office chair, which is interesting. Okay. And then, whose kid is the slug? I think that's Greg and Nora's kid. And... Marsha's kid calls him the slug and she's like he's your cousin don't call him a slug and then mm, family drama. yeah I mean there's all these weird things and there's kids and then of course Peter is uh, married or oh he's dating Valerie who's his boss <gasps> that he has a problem with and then they show up and people are giving them crap and then they both propose to each other during a dinner like they both stand up and go will you marry me at the same time oh my goodness calm down and mike's like that's the dumbest proposal i've ever heard (laughs) in my life he's all bad (laughs) what happened to getting down on one knee he goes i love that movie i'm pretty sure i've done my dvr i guess you've seen it i might have seen it once or twice (laughs) was peter hot yet yeah yeah oh really yeah okay totally hot (laughs) totally hot only hot guy in the whole place yeah no um yeah (laughs) It was great. It was great. Oh, and Bobby's a race car driver, which scares everybody, including especially mom. Bobby was a race car driver. He was a race car driver. And I don't know what. Oh, Cindy almost, she's going to, she's like failing college or something and she didn't want to come. So Cindy, not Susan Olsen, Cindy, the other girl, Cindy. Yeah, fake Cindy. Yeah. But she sits at the kids' table too when they show up there because everyone treats her like a baby. I feel like I remember that. But that might happen in every show. (laughs) I love Very Brady Christmas, and especially because they sing him out. Okay, we might have to do that one. That movie at as an episode. Oh, we so will. We should watch it together. Give it on your DVR. I think I might. Okay. All right. All right. So exciting. What else do you want to talk about with the cast of the Brady Bunch or any of the Brady Bunch? Because you know we love the Brady Bunch. We do love the Brady Bunch, and it's just such a huge part of our childhood. It really is. There were so many episodes too. I must have watched so much as a child because I could mm-hmm. recite what the next oh, line yeah. was going to be. Yeah, I mean, if you bring up an episode, 100% sure mm-hmm. I've seen that episode, oh, yeah. and I remember what's going to happen, except for the pilot. Like I said, in last week's episode, I had not seen the pilot before. Yeah, and I had seen it multiple times. I remember seeing it specifically, but I kind of didn't remember everything about it mm-hmm. until I'd go to actually watch it, and just so many different things and stuff that... And it was so cool to see. I mean, Mike and Carol, too, were really like... You know, it's 1969, but they were super lovey-dovey mm-hmm. and super, like, they'd go out. Uh, they'd of do, course like, they did. They had a maid. Well, exactly. <laughs> they had that maid as the babysitter. And as they got older, Greg and Marsha would oh, babysit. Sure, sure they would. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so many different things. My One of my faves, too, is just, like, they had so many things about, like, they had a payphone at one point because everybody was using the yes. phone. And oh, my goodness. Yes. 
so many fun things. <laughs> but yeah, I could talk about the Brady Bunch forever. And I Me just too. think like and knowing the movies, which at some point we'll have to talk about because it just brought to life and it like picked up every little sarcastic thing yeah. about the everything show. you noticed about the show. And yeah, the first time I saw the Brady Bunch movie. I saw it with your sister, and we <laughs> went in the middle of the day, because I think we were in college, and we were, like, there weren't a lot of people in the theater. There was us, and then, like, people older than us, mm-hmm. obviously, because it was the middle of the day, and we were laughing so hard, we were dying on it's, that movie. It's hilarious, and all I think, I have, like, a, I have one of the soundtracks for one of the movies. Oh, yeah, so do I. And just now I realized, too, that um, it wasn't until later on when they were going to... Um, so the kids had to buy a... They wanted a silver platter for the parents' anniversary mm-hmm. with all their names engraved on it. Mm-hmm. So when they called, they were told it was like 85 cents per letter. Mm-hmm. Well, all they heard was 85 cents. Sure, so they show up. They can't pay for the deal. So they went into the contest. Uh, so they were the silver platters. <laughs> And I think I'll go that was, for a yeah. walk outside sunshine now. Day. Sunshine and that meh. So I many good. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on dancing all through the night. I'm gonna keep on, keep on, keep on doing it right. And Peter almost ruins things because oh, his, voice his voice changes. changes. So when it's time to change, then, then it's time, time to change. change. <laughs> That's so funny because my son is Peter Brading right now. Oh, so. good times. <laughs> and those are some of the songs you'll remember for life, too. So, so many good things. And now, yeah, I just want to watch the uh, movies for sure. But uh, I love those movies. I love the second one. Yeah. And I just, I think I wanted to be a Brady as, you know, and I just, yeah. They had, times. yeah, they had the perfect home perfect life everything was always resolved and everything was wonderful mm-hmm. and they won everything they ever tried at true but do you remember there's an episode where bobby thinks he's not good at anything so he enters the ice cream eating contest no i don't remember that. and he's there and mike and carol are off in the little wings watching and of course he doesn't win because there's the stereotypical really big chubby kid there who wins the ice cream eating uh. contest and so bobby's all disappointed because he thinks like he's tried everything he's tried other stuff to be yeah. the impressive kid well then he comes home and i think this is more like uh condescending than anything else but they like found <laughs> like greg's trophy and they put paper on it and they're like because he's the best brother ever uh, thanks a lot and they have a big party for him when he comes home and they're like because you're the best brother ever and because you give a hundred percent they give him this little trophy with paper on it and then he's all oh thanks guys <laughs> and i was like okay you know what first of all <laughs> my sister and i like i said marcia and i shared a room and she got to have her pick of the drawers in our dresser <laughs> and our dresser had her trophies on top of it mm. do you know how many trophies i had Zero. Aww. Do you know how many trophies I've ever gotten in my life? Zero. Zero. <laughs> so I'm just saying. Very Weird. Cool. I didn't have that dynamic because I'm younger, but I have. <laughs> but you did. But all I have the all things. the trophies. For- <laughs> you are the Marsha. You don't make <laughs> I am the Marsha, but I'm the young one. <laughs> <laughs> so somehow that happened. <sighs> fine i got over it i'm not i'm not dwelling on it anymore (laughs) daily it's fine 
Well, I think after two weeks, we mm-hmm. can wrap it up. We can wrap up the Brady Bunch. Wrap it up. And we, we reserve the right to revisit. <laughs> Absolutely, and we will. Especially at Christmas. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll come back for Christmas. See you then. Thanks for joining us. We'd love it if you would leave a review and also follow us on Facebook. Be sure to tune in next week for more TV tangents. I'll go for a walk outside now. The summer sun's calling my name. I hear you now. I just can't stay inside all day. I gotta get out. Give me some of those rays. Everybody's laughing. Sunshine day. Everybody's dancing. I don't know. <laughs>